This episode is a rebroadcast of a Facebook Live event. To see Martha and Nellie's live show, please follow their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. That's facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. Now on to the show. To the Bubble Lounge, I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And we just had Mother's Day. And I know that Nellie asked for something special for Mother's Day. And she actually sent me a picture because she got it. Tell us about it. <laughs> I sure did. And as I recall, you called it something random, like I always ask for something we do. Uh, as you recall, Martha asked for cleaning things, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I asked for a pig, a whole pig with an apple in its mouth. And I got it. And you'll see it on the website. And I'm going to say I wanted it because of the festivity of it, like the, the presentation, the whole drama of the whole thing. And so <laughs> it was delicious. And we had some friends far apart in our backyard and we made separate platters, et cetera. And we did the whole, you know, eat the pig thing. And I will tell you it was delicious. But the next day we had it for lunch and I was like, hmm. I don't know about that. I got a lot of pig left in my fridge. <laughs> well, I'm going to show you guys a picture. She texted me this on Mother's Day. And she's like, I got my pig. And I asked you if you named it, but you never told me if you named it or not. I did, but I, I'm embarrassed because it's going to make me sound really old. But I said Wilbur from... I, um, that, <laughs> that is that's exactly what I was picturing you naming it. And I, know, I feel like I would have a hard time cutting into something that looks so, you know, realistic. You well, let me you tell you, I didn't get into it. of course I didn't. The funny thing was like my husband and, and we're very green acres. Like remember my husband's from the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma and I'm from <laughs> Manhattan. And uh, we always joke about that show. That's why I named it Wilbur. But um, it looks so pretty. And then he started cutting into it and I was like, ugh. Like I had to leave the room <laughs> yeah. and Chris is good at that. I mean, he did it like kind of like when you're the, the husband cuts the Turkey, like he did it beautifully. It wasn't gross. It's just that, I mean, I felt bad. It's like I saw some legs and arms and I didn't, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Wilbur. Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, I wanted dish detergent because I couldn't find any and guess who came through for me. Nellie delivered to yeah. on Friday. <laughs> she delivered me a bottle and her husband thought she was crazy for bringing it. He's like, why would you take that as a gift to anyone? She's like, trust me, she wants this. And I was so happy. So now I got to wash my dishes all weekend on Mother's Day weekend. So it was awesome. Well, when you said that, I'm sorry, but I, was, I went to like four different Tom Thumbs and I was like scouring, looking through the shelves. And I was like, oh, and it's, it was the no-name brand. But I was like, she's going to have to accept it because that's what we yeah. get. You know, it's kind of like the no-name toilet paper we're taking now. (laughs) Yeah, I did not care. I just wanted dish detergent. So there's some really crazy headlines going on in the bubble right now. Did you hear about Hillstones? I did hear about Hillstones, and I'm going to say it's hard for me to comment because I love that group, and I am an R&D fan and an Honor Bar fan and a a Hillstones fan, and uh, so it's hard for me to comment on it in a negative way. But I don't know why they made that choice. Tell them, Martha. (laughs) Well, they said that wearing face masks does not go along with their aesthetics and their brand. So they have asked their employees not to wear face masks. And they were not even giving their employees hours if they chose to wear face masks. So one of them, uh, an employee of R&D, took them to court, is filing a lawsuit against them. 
and Hillstone Restaurant Group was going to take it to federal court, and they decided to back down for whatever reason, and so they're not going to federal court, but the lawsuit is moving on from what I hear. Well, it's kind of like the hairdresser, right? The hairdresser in Dallas who refused to shut down and opened up yes. too soon, and then mm -hmm. she went to jail. She was carted off to jail for a week. I think she was in there for two days. There was a GoFundMe started for her, and she made $500,000 off of it. I know. So she's famous now. She has half a million dollars. She, her social media is going crazy with new followers and clients. So she benefited from that. <laughs> I know. So it's, it's hard to say. Like, listen, I am so happy because I'm not a good prisoner to see little openings along the way. You know, it's made me really happy to, for example, I like that R&D during this, you know, when we were not allowed anything except takeout. I love that I could go there and you could order wine and you could actually have a glass while you waited for your food. Now, you know, I bring wipes with me everywhere. I bring spray with me everywhere. I mean, I'm, I've really turned into a crazy person. Uh, so I do, I do, did all that stuff. I wore a mask. I did all of it, but I was like, you know, sipping my wine under my mask. It was, it was such a treat to me. So I felt like they were handling that well and standing up for themselves. Do I think they should, tell people they cannot wear a mask? No, you know, like you can't tell people that. That's like, you know, I don't know. You can't tell people that, right? We have to wear masks right now. I don't feel like you can, um, but in the restaurant business, I just think it's making everyone feel so much better to see the gloves and the mask on. I know there's a lot of debate out there if it's worth it or not. Um, but here's one thing that I saw. Did you hear about uh, the guy on social media, what he said about Whole Foods on Lomo Alto? No, I did not hear the details. What did he say? I have to read this to you guys. This is crazy. No more mask. Any business that tells me to put on a mask, parentheses, Whole Foods on Lomo Alto in Dallas, will lose my business forever. Do I have to show the lame security guard outside of a ghetto store in my, my CB19 test results? I will show him my Glock 21 shooting range results with Hornady hollow points. Pricey ammo, but worth it in this this situation. They have reached the limit. I have more power than they do. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> I'm a little disturbed by the details in that. I'm disturbed by the pricey ammo comment because <laughs> that means a lot of thought went into this. I know. It's scary. It's terrifying. So they saw that on social media and they were able to identify that he worked at Thompson and Knight Law Firm and then the law firm issued a statement and he is no longer working with Thompson and Knight. So that's there very, you have it. very interesting because of all things, I would not have thought it would have been somebody from a law firm. Never. Oh, I Never. know. That's a lot of hostility, but you know, guys, I hate wearing a mask. I really do. But if a store requires you to wear it and you're not on board with that, you're not willing to do it, just go somewhere else. We don't have to make threats. <laughs> No, you don't. And I, I have to say, I have learned that I like, and you know, there are so many homemade masks out there and they're great because you can reuse them and you can wash them and you have to have those, right? Yeah. But while I can find the blue ones, the, the medical ones, I love them because they're lighter and you can breathe mm -hmm. them, you know, and it's pretty hot. I, got, I have to say, guys, we are so lucky to be in this neighborhood, to be in Dallas, to have the weather we have had. Literally, I don't think we've had better weather ever than we have had for these seven weeks, right? I mean, it's 85 degrees. 
it's sunny almost every day with like a beautiful rainstorm that kind of sweeps through for an hour and then the air is clean. We've been very lucky. It really lends itself to being outside, to riding your bikes as a family. And now that we're allowed a few more freedoms to social distance cocktailing with friends <laughs> in your front yard or whatever, it, it really, we're lucky because in New York, and I'm about to drive to the Hamptons in a couple of weeks, in New York, it's like, four, it, was, it was 35 degrees in New York City the other day and 40 degrees on Long Island. So uh, that's not, you know, that's a little depressed. You're stuck in your house. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. And you don't have good weather. So we've actually weathered the storm pretty well. I know you're right. The weather has been amazing. In fact, I had you and your whole family over Friday night and we were six feet apart. Don't worry. Lots of seeds spread out very well. But as soon as the sun went down, the weather felt amazing. It was so fun to sit outside. So you're right. We're so lucky that it hasn't been scorching hot yet. Exactly. And I don't want to give away uh, Martha's address, but she called it club blank with the numbers <laughs> of her house. And, uh, I've never seen anything like this. I got to tell you, I love entertaining. I'm a big entertainer. When I walked into your backyard and I saw that you had inflatable couches with a carpet in the middle and like Moroccan tables and hand sanitizer and masks and everything, like literally it was like walking into a, a funky lounge. It was beautiful. It was fun. And we had my daughter's disco lights out there. Nellie is quite the dancer and she was really getting into the disco lights. <laughs> I think I've been in lockdown too long. It's coming, it's coming no, out. It's, it's so nice to like start getting out amongst the living and things are slowly opening up and there's just a lot of hope out there. But I think there's been some good things out of this. Like I feel like you were saying the bike riding and stuff like that, like just more old school family time, like what we would do in the 80s. I keep saying it feels like the 80s just because the whole tempo feels slower and less stress. And it's so nice not to be running around taking your kids to their activities and you're just like quality family time, I guess is what I'm saying. I think you're right. I think it's been pretty stressful, like I've said before, on high school students and on any kid, on any kid. And I've worried about all that social, the social uh, effects of it. But I will say... I learned a lot about my child's schoolwork. Uh, like I said before, I learned that like <laughs> hearing him in the classroom and the teacher will say, turn to this page and he'll ask five minutes later, what page are we on? You know, you kind of realize, oh, now I see in the parent-teacher conferences what they're trying to tell me. Now I see why they've told my son he should record all his classes. Best thing we ever learned from this entire quarantine was that he should record his classes. He can stop it and start it and go through everything. I swear to God, I didn't realize they were giving him all the guidance he needed because he'd come home with like this mess and um, I'd be trying to help him study. And yes, we have tutors, but like, you know, the whole thing of trying to help him organize stuff. Now I'm like, oh, he just needs to record it. The teachers tell them everything, you know? So that's been a good a, a benefit of this time. I've been really surprised at how much I learned about how he learns, right? Because all kids learn differently. Yeah. Um, that's a great idea to record it. I wish that ours was actual classes. It's more uh, posted assignments online and there's some videos here and there, but not with the teacher teaching. But I have definitely discovered that online school is not the way my kids learn. And I don't think I would be able to do it either. So I am really ready for the education to go back to the professionals. And I just have my fingers crossed and I'm hoping that everything goes back to normal school in the fall when school opens up. I think 
here's my thought on it. I don't know, guys, don't quote me on this, but my thought is in larger schools like the Highland Park School District, they may have to do shifts mm-hmm. to keep kids apart, to keep them you know, a few feet apart uh, and to protect the teachers. I think in smaller private schools where the classroom is smaller, they may be able to do it. Um, I think about sports because sports and I, I include cheerleading and drill team and all of that stuff in that is really important. I think they'll come up with a way for them to get together and do their, their you know, training. And I think that's going to be the most valuable thing that could come out of going back to school in, in August is going to be yeah. kids having their activities, you know, theater. Like I, I, as an actor, got all my rules from Screen Actors Guild last week, and you're not going to believe this. So um, uh, they said that in order to, when you go in for an audition from now on, you have to wear, sorry, it's not funny, but you have to wear one of those plastic shield masks that makes you look like a welder. Now, I don't understand, like acting is all about intimacy and communication, and I don't know how that's going to go over. I don't think my business will get back to normal for a long time, but I do know that several uh, producers like Tyler Perry in Atlanta have opened up and what they're doing is quarantining people for two weeks and then shooting the movie and then they can go home and quarantine. So I think that's how it will work. But, you know, think about that. A production on a set is a lot of people in a room, a lot of sound people, all that stuff. So that I kind of look at that and I say, well, how will we do that in other areas of business? You know, in a normal job in an office, you can social distance, right? Mm -hmm. You you can and I think in school, you can if they do it the right way. And I think they're going to figure out a way. And I will say, as my New York City person personality via L.A. coming to Dallas, I do think Texas will figure out a way. I do. Because they're all about their independence, but following the rules, but also putting their own twist on it. And I feel that Texas will, will lead the way. And I'm surprised that we followed New York into lockdown and California into lockdown and I find that they're following us into coming out of lockdown. Yeah, they just started kind of coming back to life too. Um, are they doing the 25 person occupancy thing at restaurants and stores or what are they doing yeah. right now? So in the Hamptons, with the, the, the tennis club just opened. So that was a big deal to me because that's kind of what opened here first. So they kind of started opening golf and tennis. Uh, but you know, only two people on a court or only you know a couple in a couple same thing there right now. They have not opened restaurants, but I would, I would imagine by May 15th, they will open with the 25% capacity. So that's great. I mean, think about it. You're outside all the time there anyway, just like we are here. This is summer. The good news is no matter where you are, unless you're like in Antarctica, you, you can sit outside and have a cocktail. So that kind of, it is an airborne disease that eliminates a lot of the problems. Yeah. Speaking of eliminating airborne diseases, I've heard a lot of pe- just back and forth about masks. People are for them. They're against them. They're saying that the germs are sticking in there and you need to wash them frequently. There's, they can come through, they can go out. And it's hard to know who to listen to. I just feel like there's so much information on all fronts out there. It's hard to know which entity to listen to. Should you listen to who? Should you listen to the CDC? Should you listen to our president? Should we listen to our local politicians? It's just, there's just so much information out there. My eyes are darting around the room as you ask that question. <laughs> should we listen to our president or should we listen to the CDC? I think I would choose the CDC <laughs> just because they're doctors. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like, look, I don't like this. 
I'd like to be free. I'm a free spirit. This, this was devastating to me and for my family in a lot of ways. And then we found the benefits in it, et cetera. But I would say if I can have my freedom and I wear a mask, just like they do in Asia all the time, we've all been in the airport and seen Asian people wearing masks because they're used to it, right? And they're more obedient than we are as Americans. If I have to do that to get out, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. And if waiters have to do that in order to wait on tables, I'm all for it. And if yeah. that gets them their business back, they're lucky they were kept open because a lot of places were not kept open during the time. And they were allowed to do takeout. And now they're 25%. They're going to go to 50%. Gyms are opening on Friday. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So exciting. Mm-hmm. I had to book, and they're doing it differently. Like I had to book an appointment at uh, Royal Oaks. Like I had to book appointments to go in and work out because uh, they're trying to keep people apart. Okay. Well, I tie in with what you said about face mask and, and just being able to go out in public more. I feel like since more people are wearing them, it's not as awkward at the grocery store because it was really weird being at the store. You, you literally were dodging people and people would give you this horrible look like, you know, you are an infectious disease carrier. And it was just really uncomfortable. And I feel like people have relaxed a little bit more at the grocery store and it's a little bit more pleasant of experience to go in there and shop. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. There's something about it that's like, uh, it does make you feel like people are looking out for you, right? So that's the benefit. So tell me some of the, some of the things that have annoyed you during this. Hmm. People judging other people. Uh, yeah. And I will say on the flip side, people not following the rules because yeah. you do have to follow the rules. Uh, really just watching, uh, you know, watching our society shut down. I mean, I looked at Snyder Plaza and I looked at Highland Park Village and we were such a a dynamic economy. Dallas was just like, everywhere you turned, there was a new business popping up. And I feel like that stalled a little bit. But I think that we of all communities are really going to come back with a a splash. You know, what about you? It's going to come back strong. And I agree with you 100%. I have not liked seeing how judgmental and how rude people have been on social media to each other. There's absolutely no way to get 100% people on the same page with anything. And you're not going to convince the whole world to wear a mask and not travel and do these things that people have getting criticized for. And I just hate that, that I feel like it's kind of divided a line down the center of our neighborhood with... Um, people just being very negative towards each other. And because you literally, you can't control what other people are doing. It's just going to make you very crazy and very upset. And um, you can only control what's going on in your house. So do whatever works for you, basically. Um, I'm also very annoyed that my dog has lost weight and I have gained weight. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I, I went to a dermatology appointment today and, uh, we were talking about it and I said, I've been working out like a fiend. Like I've really been working out like a fiend, but I've also been drinking and eating like a fiend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my dog and I have been doing the same workouts. I mean, we're going in the same walks and she's getting in shape and I'm like getting out of shape and it's really (laughs) irritating. (laughs) Is your dog going to look good in a bikini this summer? That's what I want to know. (laughs) She's going to be ready for it before I am. That's for sure. (laughs) I also hate not being able to hug people. Whenever you see somebody, it's just such a natural 
inclination to want to hug them. And it's so awkward not to be able to do that. I think so too. I'm a hugger and I'm a little bit of a Joe Biden in that <laughs> I like to touch people. You know, maybe I don't kiss them on the back of their head, but I'm just saying I like to, I like to have contact. So it's, it's, been, it's been hard. But, uh, you know, my sister who is a doctor said, you know, she's in her apartment with her two boys and they're all social distancing. She calls the living room the neutral zone. And um, she said she hadn't hugged somebody in seven weeks and she said it was really sad. So think about that. She, she didn't want to give it to them because she's going into a hospital. She's not working yeah. with COVID patients. She's a psychiatrist. But nonetheless, she said, I don't, I don't want to hug them. And I haven't, I haven't touched anybody or hugged anybody in seven weeks. So yeah. I agree with you on that. But yeah. on a good note, we are coming out of this. We are getting back. I don't want to say to normal because I understand it's too soon to say that. But we are on an upward spiral. Don't you agree, Martha? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's really felt good just to have the freedom to, to be able to get in your car and go somewhere and do something other than what's going on in your house. So, yeah, it's definitely, we're, we're getting there. Yes. And we've had such a good time doing more podcasts. So, guys, we're going to keep it up. But, uh, you know, just happy to have the audience and happy to be a part of this. So, uh, thank you. It's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I am Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time.